from the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today, it's my esteemed pleasure to have on. You know her from stage. You know her from screen. You know her as an action figure. Turns. It's Miss Yancey Butler. How are you today? I am well. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. I mean, you are... Thank you for asking me to be a part of it. I appreciate it. You are, you know, you are so active, and I get to see you in so many different areas in Hollywood. You know, you go from, you know, soap operas to television to, to doing things like um, Lake Placid. I mean, you know, somebody once said, I remember you were at the Hollywood show, and somebody once said that, you know, you were one of the best actresses that you could go from being all dressed up at a ball to being ready to jump in and do something in an action movie. And I thought that was one of the best compliments anybody could give you. That just made my day. Thank you so much. You know, it's not, I don't do theater. I haven't in years, so we don't get instant applause. You know, we only... <laughs> hear from fans that they enjoy the work so it's it's always nice to hear that just made my day thank you so much i've been blessed to be able to work for the last 31 years in this business so I'm, i've been very blessed and, and, and just just to make it by the way as you were one of the uh, most approachable people, you know, I, I've seen you a ton at the Hollywood shows, but I've seen you, you know, on, on set a couple times and stuff and you're one of the most approachable people and helpful people I think, you know, in Hollywood. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I, I, I attribute that to my folks. I was, I guess they did something right, right? <laughs> you know, it's, I, I wouldn't be where I, I mean, I wouldn't be working if it weren't for fans and for people being so sweet. Again, I always enjoy the, hearing the people enjoy the work, and so it's a pleasure. It really is. Who were, you know, now you come obviously from a family that, you know, your mom was in theater, your dad was part of one of the legendary bands, Love and Spoonful. How was it growing yeah. up in that type of atmosphere? It was, it was a trip. You know, I grew up in Manhattan, so you grow up pretty quickly when you're in Manhattan. And, right. uh, yeah, it was the last family business they wanted me to get into was entertainment. They didn't want me to <laughs> do entertainment at all. So I went to college and I became a scholar and then I decided to do this anyway. I, I really, to be quite honest, I had student loans to pay back and I was like, how am I going to pay this back so quickly? So I walked into a modeling agency and they told me I was too short. Thank God. And then I just auditioned and I really lucked out. I attribute my entire career to Dick Wolf. He cast me in Law and Order and then it just kind of took off from there. It's been a great ride, you know, um, but I've, again, I've been blessed. You know, who were some of your influences growing up as 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 an actor and actress in, in in the field? Oh gosh, I like old movies. I like Barbara Stanwyck and you know, women uh, Catherine Hepburn, and they just I love movies from the forties. You know, because they they really knew how to act then. It wasn't action and big you know hoo ha. It was really concentrating on the dialogue and the scenes and the script and so I'm old-fashioned that way you know Barbara Stanwyck doesn't get enough credit you know she was you know as they say then a tough broad with great talent yes yes very much so and, very much so. and that's that that shows I think that transfers onto you on the screen because you'll see you being all against up and you look gorgeous and everything else it is but then you also take oh, you and you, you put you in uh, hard target with Jean-Claude Van Damme and here you are, you know, you're paying this determined, you know, person to find out what happened. And, and you're as tough as nails and tougher than a $2 steak. So I think you mix up both of them pretty well. Thank you so much. You know, it was hard target. I, 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 it's almost my least favorite film that I acted in because it's hard to play damsel. When you're with the ultimate protector like Jean-Claude Van Damme, 
No, there were some silly things I had to do, like pick up a gun and throw it to him instead of using it myself. And I, you know, I, I, I actually made myself as thin as possible to justify some of the stuff that, you know, because it was just that I would be that helpless, you know. So it was an interesting trip. But John Woo is just, it was his first American film, and he's just uh, an amazing choreographer with cameras. I and mean, we had five or six cameras going on and so it was really fun. It was quite an experience. And, and you know, to be, it, 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 and, and I, I still love the movie. I caught it a couple of months ago. It was on, 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 on Oh, TV, great. And I, and I grabbed it and I watched it. But, but to be part of, you know, a guy who's an international known, you know, director and everything else, how was it being part of such a, you know, you were the first one here in the States? Yeah, it was, well, it's funny. I did a film called uh, Drop Zone with Wesley Snipes yes. which is, and Gary Busey, which is one of my favorite films. I just think it's a great story, and, and the chemistry between all of us is wonderful. And uh, I went to Hong Kong. I, I went to China to do a press junket through Paramount to for Drop Zone, and because John Woo is from Hong Kong, all they wanted to talk about was our target. So it was like I was I was promoting the wrong film because that's all they wanted to talk about. But it was it was huge. I mean, I was a baby. I was twenty one when I did that film, so I was still learning. And because I never really took formal classes, so um, I did for a couple of months. But um, I had just always been around the theater, so I guess I just, I learned a thing or two through watching other people. But it was it was a trip. It was it was huger than life. And as you know. I was the only chick on the set. You know, it was me and like 200 stunt guys. So it was, but my, my mother travels with me. She used to, I have a manager, but I called her my momager. And so she would travel with me. So it was a nice buffer between me and the, and the boys. But, uh, yeah, I had a blast doing it. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. But you're that way that a lot of times, and I mean this with, with great love and respect, but you are kind of one of the boys in a way because you jump right in there and you do what you need to do. Yes, I love playing in the sandbox, as I call it. It's really fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and a lot of people remember you also from Witchblade, which is, man, I mean, just people talk about this today. I was talking to a couple people uh, this past week about knowing that I was going to have you on the show, and they're like, oh, man, she was Witchblade. Oh, my God, there was, oh, and they just went off the walls about it. Yeah, Witchblade was an amazing series that I was blessed to be a part of. It was originally just supposed to be a film, uh, a one-shot deal, and I guess it did so well in the ratings that they asked me if I wanted to do a series, and I said, sure. So people were very disappointed that we didn't get a long run in it. We had about two or three years, but um, we got two or three more years than we thought we were ever going to do. So it's a win-win for us, and it was really great. I, it was, and if I didn't have the support of the entire cast, I mean, you become a family. You're working 15, right. 17, 18 hours a day, and so um, it's been really, it was, it was wonderful. It, it was written so well and filmed so beautifully. I heard, I heard that they might have, I heard there's possible somewhere, you know, possibilities of reunions coming down and that's somewhere down the road. Have you heard any of those rumblings? I certainly hope so. And I'm shocked that they haven't asked us prior to this because the, the Witchblade fans are out there. You know, I get to meet them through, through Comic-Con and stuff right. like that. And they would love nothing better but to see that happen. I certainly would be on board with it. 
I think that'd be great. I, th I think you guys would kind of take over the planet for a minute or two doing that. I think it'd really be cool to get it back, get the gang back together, so to speak. I think that's uh, maybe from our lips to God's ears, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I always say that. That's funny. You know, you were actually on one of my favorite TV shows. And I don't have many favorites anymore because I'm an old school guy. But you were actually on The Mentalist. And I loved your performance on The Mentalist. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, you I had fun doing that. It was uh, it was great to work with him, and uh, yeah, talk about syndication. He's making bank, which is great. But um, I had a great time playing the. I played the ant. That's right. You you really did your research. I I think I played the ant, and uh, I had a really good time doing it. Yeah, yeah, you did. And actually, in the chemistry, you actually you and Simon Butler were great. I mean, it was just it, it was it was. I mean, Simon. I mean, um, Simon Butler. I just. I just cleaned your names. You and Simon were great. I mean, it, it was great, uh, uh, you know, seeing you two together. Simon Baker is what I meant to say. But, you know, it was great seeing yeah. you two together. And just, just the chemistry was really good there. And it was a fantastic show. Oh, problem. thank you. He's a sweet man. He's a very sweet man. He deserves all the success that he got with that show. It was a great show. I, I have to be honest. I hadn't seen it prior. You know, when you're working, you don't get to watch a lot of. Right. television and so i i did my research and i watched a couple of episodes and he's a very gifted man he did very well in that show and, and that brings me to a question i've, I've never asked it just because i've been booked on those shows that i've never seen before how do you prep like especially prior to the internet times how did you prep on a show that uh now we can go jump on youtube and watch it but you know how did you prep for a show if you got booked on it that you had never seen before you just, it's so funny that you asked me that because, yeah, prior to the internet, which is where I come from, you just do the best you can. You know, you kind of defer to the director and the cast and take a, a back seat because you don't really know what the flow of the show is. You don't know the flow of the crew. And so you, I just observe. You know, I think my college training and uh, getting a BA in liberal arts, I did child psychology and anthropology and English lit. So I think that. I'm a research girl, so I think that it really did me well in the field of, of, of this job where I get to play so many different roles and learn a little bit about a lot. <laughs> oh, I don't know much, but I know a little bit about a lot. So I just fly by the seat of my pants there. I understand that. All that useless information becomes useful, right? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, that, and, I, and I have to bring up quick. <laughs> I, you know, well, you know, I mean, I, you know, people tell me all the time you learn all this useless information. I said, until one day it becomes useful. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's like, what the it hell, does. right? You know, now, now, you know, it's funny. You got attached to the Lake Placid series. And, and, and yes. your, your character in the Lake Placid series is this tough-ass broad that just is determined to get stuff done. And, yeah, and and it is a lot like I think it's a lot like you. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, it's been really fun. I mean, there's such campy films, you know that you that you know they. I got this offer, and we filmed those in Bulgaria, actually. Really? And I'm still, yeah, I'm still. We filmed all of them in Bulgaria. I still have not seen the original Lake Placid. So, um. But they offered me the role, and I've had a blast. Her name is Reba, which in Bulgarian means fish. So I've had, I, I just make fun of that character, and I play, I have some really witty lines, and it's fun being a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? It's, uh, 
it's really fun having that harsh tone. We need comebacks to to people and and no tolerance for idiots. And um, I've had a really fun time playing her. You know, your scene at the grocery store, I, I, I loved it. It was just absolutely just crazy. And, and, and you know, it, it yeah. Is, the idea of and it's just and, and, and you know and I love I'm a huge horror movie buff and I'm a thriller movie buff but you know and I did love the original Lake Placid and they're and they're different sets of movies and and, and that's why I kind of like that you know you kind of did it you, you you took it and you did your own version of yeah. of Lake Placid compared to what the original one is and there's associations but that's about it. Yes, I didn't want to watch the original one because I knew that these stood by themselves and so. Um, so again, they're quite campy and fun and people enjoy them. And that's all, you know, as an actress, I, if I can bring joy or any emotion to anybody, then I've done my job. So people laugh at them and they have fun with the ride. And so, uh, it's really been fun doing that. And there's so much work in Bulgaria. It's really crazy, but, um, they're fun movies to do. Campy movies like that are, are a blast. How was how was the weather there for like filming? I mean, I, I I I was only there at the airport, so I don't know how it is there. Yeah, when one time we one of the films, I don't remember which one it was, three or something. It was winter time, and we had to, of course, go into the lake, Lake Placid, <laughs> and be wet from head to toe. And I've never been colder in my life. I actually I did a film called The X, where I played this crazy insane ex-wife of of one of the characters and uh i had to be in a bathing suit in the middle in vancouver on i'll never forget it was december 20th and they wanted me and my stunt person to go in the water and even my stunt person said it's too cold we'll get hypothermia and i had to be in a bikini and it was just you know that's what you do as an actor but but it was cold in bulgaria yeah Yeah, yeah, it was I, I quite cool. That. I, I had no idea that it was filmed out of the country. What's that? I had no idea it was filmed out of the country. I didn't know that until you just shared that. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't know it was filmed in Bulgaria. Yeah, but yeah, all of them have been. I, I don't think the original one was, but then they decided to do them in Bulgaria. An American um, man and uh, his partner decided to go to Bulgaria and build this kind of film empire and the work is there, and the crews are there, and so, yeah. But often I get these offers, like you're getting on a plane the day after tomorrow, and we're filming this. So, it, you know, that part is hard to build a life around that, but uh, but I enjoy it. Hey, you stayed very busy. I mean, thanks to your talent, you stayed very busy, and that's that's always nice to see, especially when... You know, when when you, you know, a person like yourself resonates with the crowd so well. Now, now you're in this. There's film Last Call in the Doghouse, and you play Mary. Yeah. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Well, being a fan of Witchblade, the great thing is David Chokichi, who played Jake, is in the film. He stars in the film as well as myself and Judy Geeson and Parker Stevenson. We had just a wonderful cast, and Adam Jacobson is. It's basically about a bar in New York City that comes to life when people need help and when people want it. And um, I play a um, aging Broadway musical star. I had never sang on camera. I actually refused to sing on camera. I didn't get my father's voice being in a rock and roll band. <laughs> but, uh, 
which is really unfortunate. So I was very nervous, but I paid this very elegant uh, woman who's, um, you know, who's an aging Broadway star. Who's and uh, so I could relate to that. And uh, it's a wonderful story, just about hope and love. And it was directed by Bruce Reisman, and he wrote it. And um, it was just a wonderful script. I actually met Bruce through David Tokachi, and I was offered the role. And uh, I just, I had never read a script like it. And um, it's really worth seeing. It's a, it's a, there's, I, I actually, we had a screening of it about two weeks ago. And there's not a dull moment in the entire film. And what I like, as I mentioned, I like movies from the 40s and stuff. It's real acting. You know, there's a lot of two shots where you see it's almost like doing theater. Right. And um, it's a really wonderful show. Well, yeah, it's funny. And I've had most of the cast. I've had Bruce on. I've had David on. I've had Adam oh, on. Oh, great. I've had Adam on. And you're, you're fit. And I, know I, I have to snag Parker yet still. So, but I, <laughs> but the cast has been so wonderful, and Bruce Reisman, yes. you know, Bruce Reisman is an awesome, awesome. He and I just hit it off, and um, yeah. But so I mean, everybody has spoken so wonderfully about each other on on the set. You know, I mean, David's spoken so wonderfully about you guys. Adam has, you know, and I guess Bruce has too, and everybody has. So I mean, it, it's it's really cool that you know you guys are such a you know a talented group there. And um, I actually actually have it. I had a screener, but I haven't had a chance to, to see it yet. Um, I'm all the way up here in Iowa right now. And, oh, really? And, uh, yeah, home of the coldest uh, place in Iowa, in 41 minus, yeah. 40, minus 47 degrees. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I mean, how apropos. I thought I was cold in New York City. <laughs> right, how apropos to be talking to you about the coldest dude I've ever been, right? Yeah, right, exactly. That's, that's, that's something else. You know, so, I mean, but, yeah, but it's such a great cast in this. I mean, you know, how was it working? Did you guys all all just fit together? Oh, absolutely. You know, we, we, we still got along. And, you know, when you only have a little bit of time, I think we shot this in 11 days or something Gosh. like something outrageous like that because of, you know, the financing that we had. And, um... And Bruce really pulled it off, but you you kind of have to. Again, it's an instant family, and when you have scenes that are so meaningful and real connection with people, it 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 facilitates getting close to people. And 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 I really Parker and Adam and and certainly David and I since Switchblade have done three or four films together, so. You know he's family to me, so it was right. it was just such a wonderful experience, and Judy is just amazing in this, and I I couldn't speak more highly of the cast. It was a wonderful experience, and it shows on film. I can't wait for you to see it. I'm I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm gonna probably be able to get a chance to catch it this weekend when I get to the house. Wonderful, and um, we'll definitely do a review on it. But I mean, I, I love hearing that. And I love hearing, you know, when you have a good, you know, some people have told me, and, and I think it's a good, you know, sometimes movies don't come out the way you want them or whatever else it is or how it right. was seen. But any good day filming where everybody's happy is a good day at filming. You know? Yes, exactly, exactly. And it shows on camera, you know, that chemistry. And because you can, I think you can tell when people don't get along on a set. I think it shows in the work, you know, you can't, you can only act so much and to fake that. And when you hear of co-stars on a series not getting along, and 
I, I, it's unfortunate because you're spending so much time together and it can be such a more positive experience. And, and this was a really positive experience that just shines on camera. I believe. I, I, I agree. Burt Reynolds once told me, he said, you know what? He said, you have thick skin? He said, yeah. He said, good. He said, use it all the time. He says, it'll be good for something. He says, you're in Hollywood. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. Well said. You know, so I mean, yeah, I guess you figure if nothing hurts your feelings, then then you, you don't worry, then you have a good day. <laughs> it's right, right. But I mean, I, I'm so excited. That, you know, so what else do you have coming out, my dear? I have, well, you said you're a fan of horror. I actually did three horror films in the last couple of years, um, in the last two years. Well, not during COVID, obviously, but I have three horror films. It seems to be the genre du jour. One is called Severed Silence, which is a, a really wonderful script and not a horror film in blood and gore, but it's a, a, a true story. And we'll have a film out now called Initiation which is, uh, I play a detective. I'm always playing either cops or derelicts, so I don't know. But, um, I know, it's like I'm on either side of the law. But I play a detective, and it's about um, a college campus where there's a killer that's out there, and it has a lot to do, it touches on all aspects of social media and how that can feed into um, destruction and mayhem. And, that sounds uh, great. I can't I have I'm a check that out. Yeah, it's really great. It's called Initiation, and it's it's a really great film. Um, and uh, yeah, I was really happy with the end product. And um, and then I have a film called The Boogeyman that hasn't come out yet. I think there's another Boogeyman, but this is Boogeyman as well. So yeah, so it seems to be people want to see horror. So there you have it. Yeah, you know, I've never, I've never worked, I've never been acted in a horror movie, so that's my only genre I think I haven't touched, and I'm, and, and all my friends yeah. do it, I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me, so I, I, I'm anxious to see, let me ask you a question, how much do you, do you enjoy doing a horror movie, per se, as in, were you a horror movie person as a kid? No, it's so funny that you asked me that, I've been in a relationship for the last nine years, and uh, he's a big horror fan, <laughs> and I side away. I, I think I saw Friday the 13th part four when I was like 14 or something like that. And I was so mortified and so scared for like a, a full two weeks afterwards that I just tore off horror films. And now I love them. I love them. So, and I, it was, it's so much fun, you know, working with them right. because it's a mystery and people are, you know, it's a whodunit. And I love whodunit things. I, I, as a kid, I would read Agatha Christie and so I just—it's a blast doing them. I had a great deal of fun. Yeah. That's that's I I love that. That's awesome. And you know, and yeah, my 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 girl my girl's not a horror movie fan either. But so and I, of course I'll sit her in right down in front of everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, right. So, 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 so your other half can dig that. I understand that. Um, you know. Yeah. So so here's the funny thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this now. If you could if you could put yourself in that way back machine and go way back in the day. Give me a couple actresses or actors that you would have loved to have worked with that are no longer with us. Oh, goodness. Terry Grant. Oh, um, wow. James Stewart. Um, people like that. Hitchcock. I'm a huge, I wrote a thesis in college about whether Hitchcock was misogynist or sympathetic towards women, and I just, I watch all of his films, and I'm a huge Hitchcock fan. So, so, so what, was, I like what was the answer? Those kind of 
What was the answer? Who's done it? <laughs> yeah, the answer was in the answer was leading towards misogyny, clearly. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's good girl gone bad and and reveling in that. But um, yeah, I watched every frame of his film, so people like that. That's a great question. What is? Thank you. What What is your favorite Cary Grant movie? Oh gosh, I can't think of that right now. I just put me on the spot. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to throw one out there. It's my favorite one, but he he detested it, and it's Arsenic and Old Lace. Yes, yes, that's a great one, great one. And it just and he detested the movie, and I'm like, God, I still watch it with really? my mom. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He, he he thought it was too campy, too too. You know, it wasn't was Oh no. Oh yeah, and it's my favorite movie of his, and I watch it with my mom every time I see her. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's so great. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, so I mean, I'd give you something for you guys to do is turn on one day when you're off to sit down and throw that in the box and watch that one for the night. That'd give you a good Yeah, good I'd love to rewatch that again. That's a good one. Thanks for the tip. Absolutely. So what about an actress or two that you would have liked to have acted with? Oh, my goodness. These are hard questions. I guess, as I talk about Myrna Loy and Barbara Stanwyck and... Um, and people like I mentioned before, I think that I think that um, you know Grace Kelly uh, talking about Hitchcock and uh, actresses that really you know when Hollywood was really Hollywood and and uh, they marketed you well and they packaged you well and and it was elegant and uh, something about that very much appeals to me. I, I, I love I, I sit around the old time you know when you get around somebody who's been around. Christopher Riordan, the dancer, is a great friend of mine. I love, he tells these old great stories of Fred Astaire and stuff, and I just love sitting there listening to these old stories because... I bet. Hollywood's Hollywood, you know, and you just, you bring you, you bring that up, and I love that part of it is that you talk about the old things. What about now, what, Nancy? What about now? Who Who is somebody out there that you look at and say, wow, I'd really love to do something with them? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I would have to take the big ones, you know, Anthony Hopkins and Meryl Streep. And right now, uh, what I would like to do, and whether it's a Witchblade reunion or not, is I think that in this point of my career, I have another series in me. And I'd like to work. There's so much innovative stuff on television right now that um, I'd like to not carry the entire show like I did in Witchblade, but have a really strong ensemble cast um, is where we're leaning to go next. So um, I'm looking forward to that. I love that. That that oh, there, look, you, you probably got two great runs in you left, or three. The way you, as hard as you work, girl, psh, that's going to be easy for you. You, you. You'll do wonderful. Oh, uh, thank you. you know, Again, mean, from your lips to God's ears. You know, we'll end of that. You know, I mean, because you, you, you do, you do, you, you're very, very good with people, and I, I think that's something that's really cool, and it. And it rubs off on people, so I think that's something that'll work uh, well thank with you. you. Now, now, um, now, we have a little bit of fun on the show, so I asked a couple of goofy questions, and you give me an answer. I'll say it, steak or lobster? What's that? I said, so we asked to play along with us a little. We have, we have a couple of goofy questions we throw out there, and we just get everybody's answer in it. So I'll say, first one is, steak or lobster? Oh, lobster. Ah, very good, very good. Are you a Coca or Pepsi girl? I'm a Pepsi girl. I won't hold that against you. <laughs> and I'm looking it's at the, the Pepsi sign test. right now. <laughs> it's the taste test, exactly. Okay. And comedy or horror? Oh, that's a hard one. 
I'd have to say, I'd have to say, dark comedy. <laughs> I can dig it. That's cool. Yeah. That's the first one of that one. Um, the beach or the mountains? The beach. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I got you on that. So, yeah. rock and roll music or country? Rock and roll. Yeah, I... I Come on. I have to refer to my dad. You know, he's still playing. He's still in the Love and Spoonful. They tour all the time. And he's going to be... He's going to be 80 years old this year. And he's still up there jamming and doing his thing. So I'm, I'm his number one fan. So rock and roll, for sure. I, I dig it. And my mom's also going to be 80 in November, so I dig that. She'll love to hear that. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. <laughs> happy birthday. Absolutely. So, and by the way, happy belated birthday to you. Your birthday was at the beginning of the month. Yes. Oh, thank you very much. I know you I know you just turned 31, and I understand that, you know. And That's right. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with what my mother does, but she actually lies older. She goes, why would people lie younger? Because they don't look their age, and people know they're lying. So she actually lies older. So people go, my God, you look fantastic for your age. And she can go, thank you. So, yes, I'm actually 84, and uh, this is what 84 looks like. No, I'm <laughs> That is great. Yes, that's, 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 but that, thank you for remembering my birthday. That's so sweet. Ab absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Mine's all twenty-two days old, almost past yours, so we're right in there. So, oh, really? Happy birthday! Thank you, my dear. Um, I appreciate that. But yeah, well, that's that old Natalie Schaefer thing from Gilligan's Island. She says when she died, she said somebody didn't realize she was like twenty years older than she was. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So Yancey will be like, well, Yancey was 31 on the Lifebox show, and, you know, and then, wait a minute yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Somebody wasn't completely honest here. No, no, no I, I mean, hey, look, That's right. you know, and, and, and it was, no, are you kidding me? You, you always look gorgeous. I've, I've seen you, I've seen you at events, I've seen you just hanging out with fans, I've seen you on set. You absolutely always look gorgeous, and I'll tell you what. People, oh, my goodness. I defer to hair and makeup people, so thank you. I, I've been blessed to have some wonderful artists that 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 protect me from tired days and long long days and and sleepless nights. So, but thank you so much no, no, for you're, saying you're, that. You're, you're prettier in person than you are on screen, and I mean that as a very respectful oh, that's compliment. Very kind. Very that's respectful very compliment. very kind. Thank um, you. But anyway, so no, and, and I really appreciate. It. Look, you know, it, it's where can everybody find you on social media? You can find me um, on Instagram. I'm at Real Yancey Butler because there were several Yancey Butlers. So Real Yancey Butler on Twitter. I'm also Real Yancey Butler. And I have a Facebook page, Yancey Butler page. And that's where fans can reach me and stuff like that. That is, that is awesome. And by the way, Yancey, uh, where, did the, where did the Yancey come from? Where did the what? Where did your name come from? Uh, uh, name your baby book. Uh, back then, apparently, you couldn't be released from the hospital until you picked a name. So they were looking through names, and it is my given name. People ask me if it's a stage right. name. It's a given name, and they just they liked the name. It's it's Native American. I'm not. I'm mostly Irish, but um, they like the name. It's it's a Native mispronunciation for Yankee. So. <laughs> So it's like a screw-up name, but they they dug it, and uh, and I passed it. And my middle name is Victoria, which my mother's middle name is Victoria. My grandmother's middle name is Victoria, so that's been a family line name. 
I, I definitely understand that. I pass on the middle name. My family's myself. That's another show. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's great. I love that. And I am, I actually am Cherokee Indian. So that's actually, you know, that's cool. But I, I, so I really love that background of that. I didn't know that. And, uh, that's really cool, but it's yeah. been such a pleasure visiting yeah. with you. I, I'm so happy that you came on today, and I look, forward, I look forward to seeing you in the last call in the doghouse this weekend, and I'm going to go check out Initiation because I'm excited to, excited to see that as well. Yeah, so, I think you'll really dig it. Yeah, I think you'll really dig awesome. it. Awesome. Please, this has absolutely been such a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast, Miss Yancey Butler, it's been such a pleasure, and we are out.